0: Mutiny Radio, what's poppin', everybody? (laughs) Round of applause for yourselves. If if you're listening, if you're listening on the radio, sold-out crowd. We had to turn some people away at the door, but it's good to be here. Welcome to the uh, Friday evening Mutiny Radio open mic. I am Ian Moneymaker, Heartbreaker Langlands. Um, I will be the, whoa! Whoa! Uh I will be the host for today. I'm gonna run on stage and do a set. Uh, but the music won't be played, so you guys gotta clap when I run up there. Okay. okay. Are you guys ready? Okay, right, here we go. Go, go, go. Yay! Yeah. Oh guys, good to be here. Yeah. What's poppin'? How are we? Hello. Cool. Welcome to uh Mutiny everybody. I am uh, I'm not a masculine person. You you see that? I'm wearing a purple sweater. No one masculine goes outside and is like, I'm going to wear my purple sweater today, okay? <laughs> I'm not masculine. I wish I was. Every day I wish I was. Every day I wish I woke up an alpha. I, I, I do. I, I do. I really wish I was an alpha. Alphas live in such ignorant bliss. It's like I get so jealous of their lifestyle. Every day is just Workout pussy, workout pussy. That's just all they think about all day. It's like, it's like crazy to me how they can do stuff like that. And I wish I could live that lifestyle, but I can't. I can't support it in any, any way. That's just not the person that I am. One time I was driving, and I went and I stopped. <laughs> and there was this beautiful woman walking on the sidewalk. And I glanced at her respectfully. I looked at her respectfully, and she saw me looking at her. And then I just out loud said alone in my car, I'm so sorry, ma'am. <laughs> That's not alpha. That's not alpha behavior. That's not alpha shit. It's not. Yeah, I do. Well, honestly, I do have a little bit of alpha. The only little bit of alpha I have is my internal dialogue yelling at myself. That's the only, does anybody else get bullied by their subconscious? Anybody else? (laughs) Every fucking day, dude, it is exhausting. And it comes in like the most random time, like the most inconvenient time. Like I'll just be ordering food at a restaurant. And he comes in, he's like, fucking order quicker. The waitress will think you're a pussy. I'm like, whoa, okay. I'll be like a crosswalk waiting for the light to turn to walk. And he comes in, he's like, fucking jaywalk so you can assert your dominance over the other pedestrians. I'm like, okay, fine. I do it. He always wins. He always wins. And it, it just goes too far sometimes. I'll be walking, I'll like catch my own reflection And then the alpha will come and he's like, Hey, you should beat that guy's ass. Look how weak he looks. And I'm like, But that's me. And he's like, Do it anyway. So I just shadow box the air like a TL crackhead. Okay. It's not cool. Any TL crackheads in the house? Yeah. I would, uh, my friends are always trying to get me to get into podcasts. You guys, you guys listen to podcasts? Podcast crack. Like, podcast, not like, Podcasts of like celebrities or like comedians or anything, but like you know those like NPR podcasts? They're always like, you gotta listen to this one, and I always try, but they're just so infuriating the way they talk in those things. Like I, I try to pick ones that are interesting to me. Like you know, I, I saw this one. It was like this like this dude was trying to solve like he wasn't a cop, but he was like trying to solve murders in like rural Alabama, and it was about this town about like the crooked cops and stuff. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. So I put it on. And, and it's NPR, so it starts like, it's just like, the workings of a clock are mysterious. <laughs> the cogs and the dials always ticking in a certain direction. It's just like, what the fuck am I listening to? And the most infuriating part about it is that like, it like caught my interest. <laughs> I was like, fuck, dude. Why do I care about the clocks now? I don't know what it has to do with murders, but it's something. Lauren Crowd, everybody. What's up, Lauren? Let's see, hold on. I don't know how much I'm gonna do. Let's see what else I had popping in my mind., Whew, this is good. This is very professional. Oh, I have this this isn't really a joke. this is this is like um, every time I go, is it, you know it's hard for white people out here. I'll tell you that. Um <laughs> it's hard it's it's small stuff that's difficult for us. It's very supposed to like I whenever I go to a taqueria, I always have this like internal like battle of like how to pronounce the food on the menu because I could go two directions. I can either just like purposefully mispronounce it as the white person I am, like carnitas, or I could like be even more infuriating and say carnitas. So I never know what to do. So that's my issue. That's not really a joke, but I just wanted to say that out loud. Um, Okay, well, round of applause for me. I'll be your host. We're going to get this started with the gentleman who has been helpful for Mutiny. He's a great guy. He's an up-and-comer. He's Jewish. Put your hands together for Josh Katsky, everybody.
1: Give it up for me, the first ever Jewish comedian all right let's do some jokes uh i uh have you guys seen those like those signs that people put in the ground where it's like we believe in science and only like black lives matter here and we don't believe in the do you have any idea what i'm talking about you do okay and anyway, people put these signs outside their houses to like tell other people that they're democrats basically and someone put one of those right outside my apartment Which, like, the sign is nice, and I appreciate what they're trying to do, but you take away the sign, you're just putting a cross on my lawn, like, it's normally a bad connotation, like, it kind of has this weird little, like, Black Lives Matter, or else, I don't know. Because crosses are what the KKK put, if we're going to explain these jokes, okay. Um, I'm Jewish. My girlfriend is Asian. We keep a strict Jewish-Asian household, which means that when you come to our place, you have to take your shoes off, but you can complain about it as much as you want. <laughs> uh, we went to uh, Japantown. Oh, I'm glad you like that, Laura. We went to Japantown, and uh, outside this uh, sushi restaurant, we saw this sign. That said, uh, we are against anti Asian hate. But they put the hyphen between Asian and hate. So it read, like, we are against being anti Asian hate. We love Asian hate. And I was just like, wow, that is the most innovative ad campaign I've ever seen. Like, what a great way to get racist people's money, you know? Hate Asians? Us too. Come discuss it over sake, bombs, and sushi. For an extra $50, we won't judge how bad you mispronounce nigiri. <laughs> all right. That one's, all right. Um, I'm, I'm trying to learn more about the, the culture. Uh, I'm learning Cantonese. Uh, so far, I've learned three phrases. Hoi sek ling lui, si fat long, which translated is let's go eat, pretty girl, butthole and Isn't that all you really need to know to be fluent? Sek Fan Leng Sai Fat Long is Let's Go Eat Pretty Boy Butthole in case you're curious. Have a good time, San Francisco. Um, <laughs> I, got a, I got towed recently, which sucked. Uh, yeah, it's the worst. Getting towed, it really makes you question your sanity because they don't leave a note for you or anything. So you go to your parking spot, and you're like, I am 100% sure I parked there. And then you take a lap, and you're like, I'm pretty sure I parked on this street. And then you take another lap, and you're like, I don't know if I exist. Like, what is... What is happening here? Um, Like, uh, fuck tow truck drivers and all that, but the real villain in this story is the person who called a tow truck on me. Like, who, who does that? What happened to this country? In my America, when you don't like how someone is parked, you leave a note under their windshield. All right, you tell them how their parking job has negatively affected your day. You maybe say that some practice in parking would make their lives better. You maybe imply that the world would be a better place had their mother terminated their pregnancy. What you don't, what you don't do is tattle on me. You know, because it's not just, it's not just mean and it costs me money. It's stupid. Because if you Call a tow truck on me for parking outside of your driveway. I may not know your name, your race, none of that. I know one thing about you. I know where you live, right? I know exactly which doorstep to put that flaming bag of shit. And I don't have a dog, right? That that shit's coming at you like a Pixar movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Certified fresh. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying that one out. That was a weird one. Uh, I think that's it for me Thank you all so much for your time Give it up for Ian Langlands Josh Katsky everybody uh, Just
0: I have some sad news Just reported uh, Entertainment news uh, he, uh, Kim and Pete Davidson just broke up Everybody they just broke up. Uh, skinny Boy Summer will uh, finally be concluded. Uh, we had a good run, everybody. But uh, Kim's on the market, so if anybody has her number, give it to me. All right, so we are going to keep this going. Uh, Lauren Kraut, you will be on deck. But right now, coming to the stage, my secret girlfriend, Janae, the neighborhood witch.
2: you hear me I need an introduction like this Jewish kid got I need like she's from San Francisco she's black like talk about me shit don't just tell everybody we fucking hi y'all thank you Ian I had to bring my purse up here because you know I saw hella white people and you know them motherfuckers steal you know I don't trust you motherfuckers worth a damn but that little do I know they like bitch we don't want that purse we want you we want indentured servitude period Bottom fucking line. And then he said something about like skinny niggas like being in. No, I never liked skinny men. I don't want to look like the number 10 standing next to my man. Like I'm not finna be the fat one in the fucking relationship. I can tell you that right now. So I got a couple of things. Yes, it is. You know, that's how I was raised, Ian. So (laughs) I got a couple of things to get off my chest. So um, I'm thinking about adopting my son i just can't do it no more y'all he's bad as hell he finds reasons every day he is alive to embarrass me and make motherfuckers believe like she needs to just put him in better hands like all state like she don't know what she's doing you need to be like one of them girls on teen mom and just adopt this nigga put him with people that know how to raise him better you know what i mean so for example mind you my son is like Brown, he has like beautiful chestnut lips, hair down to his ass. He looked like Princess Jasmine, you know. I know that's right. We'll be walking, and people will be like, Oh my god, she's so cute! and I'll say, You want her? You're gonna be surprised when you find out she got a dick. Thank you. <laughs> For example, the things he does to just make people think that I just need to go ahead and give him up. So we at the park, mind you, I decided I don't wanna take him to the ghetto parks in the hood no more with the sand and he getting wingworm sand all in his hair. I was like, I wanna go to the rich white parks with the spongy bottom, you know what I mean? Yeah, I want some of that spongy bottom action. I don't want that sand shit in the ghetto. It's motherfuckers breaking into cars, people smoking weed, they spray paint in the buildings, and that's just the toddlers, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, we don't need to be here. So I take him to the to the rich park or whatever and oh 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 yeah so so I take him to the rich park and he's sliding down the side and his ass, I'm like, son, are you having fun? His ass gonna say, Mommy, it's too many white people here. I'm like, get your little ass over here. Why would you say that in front of these blue eyed, blonde haired people? Cause you know, I'm really trying my best not to like whoop his ass. I'm trying to do this thing like where it's like I'm pretending to hug him, right? So I'm like, come here, son, come here, let me give you a hug, Baba. And I try to hug him and then I pinch his little ass under the arm. You know what I mean? Like, stop embarrassing me up in here. I'm trying my hardest, y'all. Y'all have no clue. So I don't know if y'all know, but a lot of like, he don't know, he brown. But a lot of you white people know about this thing called like the count. I didn't know about that shit. So I saw this white lady tell her son. She was like, now Connor, put that down. One, two, and I was like, I was like, where the fuck is this gonna go? Three, that's it, no carrots. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm gonna try that shit out. So I was like, mega, come here. One, okay, you didn't hear me. Two, I swear to God, he looked at me and was like, damn, bitch, three, can you hurry up and get there? Thank y'all so much. How many, how long was that, Ian? Four or five? No, because I need to finish the story. So that's three? Was that three? Okay.
0: Janae, everybody. Keep it going for her. Of course, is your son's name Maga? Is that what you said? Oh, Mega. okay. I was about to say, whoa! Flippin', oh, that's sick. Is that, is that really what it is on the birth certificate? Oh, that's that's cool. Tell him I said hi. All right. All right. Bye, Janae. That was Janae, the neighborhood witch. That's what it is on Facebook, okay? That's, don't look at me. Um, anyway, we're going to keep it going. On deck, we got Richard Barney coming to the stage right now, the wonderful Lauren Kraut.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Ian. Hey, Fiona. That's Fiona, right? Hey, Fiona. Oh, okay. He's giving me her back end. There's a dog. I'm talking about a dog for those people on the radio. They're like, "What is she talking about?" All right. Um, this is some new stuff. Uh, thinking about um, everyone knows that God is dog spelled backwards, or back, or dog is God spelled backwards. But did they know that? Do you know the the origin the origin of the term dog? No, we know where God came from, cause, but, but we don't know where dog came from. So I did some research. And I was surprised to hear this, or find this out too, that um, they don't know. It's a big mystery. And so I was thinking that maybe it's just that a long time ago they were saying, let's fuck with the humans. Let's take this thing that they worship and spell it backwards and then make it so that... Uh, it, it speaks a different language, and it has to pee outside. Dog. Get it. Get it. God. Okay. All right. That's what we're working on. That one is a, a long way to go for a, a, <laughs> a long way to go. All right. Um, what do you take off when you first come in the house? What is the first article of clothing that you guys take off? Bra. Jacket, shoes, bra. Yeah. Bra. Yeah, bra second or shoes first? shoes first? Shoes first, then bra. And socks, anybody take off socks? No? You walk around with Yeah. I take off shoes and then socks. No, that's unless I'm wearing my socks on the outside that day. Yeah. <laughs> and bra shortly after. Yeah, we all agree. Jacket is first, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a jacket. I think I take off my shoes before I take off my jacket. Not pants, pants too? Oh, okay. What? You can't do that. No, that's physically impossible. All right, now we got that round up. (laughs) Uh, I don't know where I'm going with that. I just was thinking uh, the other day, I was like, I can't wait to get get home and take off my shoes. And then I wash my hands because it's COVID. So it's always, it's like a ritual. First the socks, uh, first the shoes, then um, wash the hands, then the socks. Bra comes later. Okay, everybody. There's a test. gonna have a t- Yeah. You don't. Well, I have to. I have socks. I mean, I have um shoelaces. No, I can't. All right. Um, <laughs> Another thought I was thinking about is uh, where does sounds, you ever wake up in the middle of the night and you hear sounds or a sound that scares the shit out of you? What's the first thing that you do? You kind of freeze and you listen really hard and you expect the worst. And sometimes the worst doesn't happen. It's just like a thing that goes bump in the night. Thank you. All right. Very good. Um, Hang on. What's... I'll give you one one that I know is a uh, um, uh, known joke already, but you all, um, I would not have picked this face and this scrawny frame to represent my lofty ideals. This is not what I had in mind when I said adorable, fun-sized lesbian. No, this is something more between a cross, a cross between a scared bird and a, and a day-old french fry. <laughs> don't i look like woodstock in the penis comic strip with the hair and the big nose if woodstock were an old dyke with an eating disorder and poor social skills all right give it up for lee and thanks very much what
0: lauren kraut everybody that was a great socratic seminar on clothing that was wonderful hillary if, if you don't stop heckling the comedians i'm gonna have to kick you out okay <laughs> Okay, uh, on deck we have, is it Does that, That's not the right way to say it, is it? Uh, okay, well JT is on deck, but coming to the stage right now is
4: Richard Barney. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> nice. Hell yeah, thank you for the warm welcome. Uh, I recently tried to go to a new therapist, and uh, I was talking to him on the first session. I was talking to him about how the disintegration of democracy in America makes me feel hopeless about the future. And he said to me, he said, don't you think that it's possible that people are able to find happiness even living in Nazi Germany? And I was like, yeah, they were called the Nazis. I bet they were having an uber good time, dude. Even the most depressed Nazi was writing in his you know, gratitude journal, like, actually things are going pretty good for the Master Race, yeah. I think the thing that he was trying to say, though, was, uh, you know, that we shouldn't let our circumstances dictate our happiness, right? But what it sounded like he was saying was, if you thought about joining the Proud Boys, I mean, you're already basically an incel. I've got the haircut, you know. Uh, Anyways, if you guys are wondering, that is the quality of therapy, which is covered by Kaiser Permanente. Nice, nice, nice. Uh... Thankfully, though, I recently, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, I contracted the novel coronavirus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, one of the lingering symptoms for me is brain fog. One of the things I've noticed about brain fog is that people, the way they talk about it, they talk about brain fog as if it's a bad thing to have no thoughts, (laughs) right? Like, if you think that it's a bad thing to have no thoughts, check your privilege, okay? Like, you... You have it very good, okay? In this world, I have brain fog. I means I'm not thinking. I'll just zone out forever. I've achieved Zen. You used to have to go to Tibet for like seven years and eat gruel and contemplate the sound of one hand clapping, right? I went to my I went to a rave, took Molly, and now I'm 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 so much happier, you guys. I'm so much happier. All right, okay. Um. One of the other things I'm thankful for you guys is uh, I've never gone through a breakup that was so emotionally devastating that afterwards I got into shape. Have 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 you met these people? Have you seen them at the gym? This is a guy who, you know, he's in really great shape. He's actually in too good shape. But that doesn't change the fact that if you look him in the eyes, you see the extreme divorced guy energy. He's just radiating a deep, deep sadness, and the name of that sadness is Susan, you know? And it's like, there's no, there's no number of lat pull downs he can do to to make that pain go away. Um, moved around a lot as a kid, moved, like, between the ages of zero and 18 years old, I lived in six different states and two different countries, right? And uh, one of the things that people say to me, they say, Hey, wow, that's amazing. You must be so good at making friends and i don't know i'm really good at making friends with little boys okay i guess like that's what i'm saying like like i made friends as a child and it's slightly different now as an adult i can't just you know walk down the street to a neighbor's house knock on the door and say my mom says there's a little boy who lives here (laughs) does he want to come out and play and then just be like do you like dinosaurs it's not an option anymore for me to do that for some reason um that's the end of everything. That's the end of everything. <laughs> good night, everyone.
0: Richard Barney, everybody. Declaring the end of the world. That's good. This is good. But the world isn't over yet, because we still got comedians. On deck is gonna be Hillary, but coming to the stage right now is JT.
5: All right, uh, I know I look kind of young and I'm still uh, living with my parents, but dude, I gotta I gotta move out because like my brother is like still a high schooler, and so I have to watch my mom be the concerned parent of a high schooler. Like the other night, my brother was like out late on his prom night, and my mom like ran into me in the hallway and was just like, "I don't like this. Prom night is when kids do things. With their privates. It's like, yeah. Like, you know, no young person goes out into the night with an inner monologue that says, I can't wait to be a good son. And just fucking, like, adjust their Pokemon trainer hat. It's not a thing. Also, the way she phrased it was kind of funny. It's like, with their private parts. Like, their own. You know what I'm saying? It's like a 17-year-old just sitting alone in a stretch limo just going, Ugh, High school forever? This fucking... Is going to town in his dad's ill-fitting tuxedo. I can't wait to give this to my son. I don't It's riffing. Um, speaking of which, uh, my dad, uh, when I was in middle school, uh, suffered a pretty immense, like a pretty bad stroke. And uh, <laughs> that's like the worst transition ever, man. That's <laughs> the fuck... You know you know what that transitions like that's like the fu- that's like the song uh, uh, like the beat switch in nights by Frank Ocean you know that song it's like you know that song yeah it's like t- 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 my daddy had a stroke when I was 14 you know what I'm saying just fucking- <laughs> um no, it was weird like seeing this um, this like domineering figure in my life just sort of like reduce to this barely conscious mess but it was even weirder like seeing that my mom would just pretend like it was normal you know what I'm saying just like, I'm watching this dude in the bed, and I'm like, I literally think that I have to say goodbye to him, right? I might never see him again. And then my mom behind me is like, so tell him about school. It's like, this? You want me to talk to this? <laughs> this pile of laundry? Imagine, like, you know, going into the light and, like, seeing the gates of heaven, and then, like, from the left side, you just hear, um, we ran the mile in PE today, and I threw up. I threw up on my shoes. I need new shoes by tomorrow, Dad. <laughs> I don't know. Like, talking to a baby, talking to like a, a stroke victim, is kinda like, it's kind of like, it's like talking to a baby in a high chair. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, are you getting any of this? Just... Eh. It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing, dude. Both my uh, dad and babies struggle to eat spoon-fed applesauce. It's the same thing. No, nah, but, like, I don't know. There is kind of, like, an upside to it. Uh, like, when he had a stroke, right, like, he lost his, uh, his speech. And so he can't, he couldn't, like, insult me anymore. That was kind of his, like, big thing. It was like a skill almost. He was, like, so he was so talented at it, bro. Like, I, I don't know. I'd come back from, like, a Little League game and be like, I struck out all three times. And he's just like, for once, play like you have Lou Gehrig's talent and not his disease. I'm like, Jesus Christ. What is this, a Comedy Central roast? What are you doing? what are you doing, bro? And it also didn't, like, I was doing it out of fear, but it also didn't help that I was like, that I would physically shake like an ALS patient whenever he yelled at me. Yeah, he'd be like, what is wrong with you? And I'd be like, I can't hit good no more, pops. It's fucking, like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, shit. I What What do I have, like 30 seconds left? I don't know. So it was cool, like, you know, not having, uh, not having my dad, like, insult me every 30 seconds. Um, but then he made a miraculous recovery that, <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. Like, I, I saw him, like, in the hospital, like, while he was still wearing, like, the medical gown, and he had, like, little, like, flowers, flower polka dots on it. I thought it was funny until, like, a man with wearing a gown with floral print started calling me a princess. I don't know. It was weird. I was just confused. I was like, why is this bouquet of flowers calling me gay? I only thought about it seven times. I <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah that's all I have thank you guys for listening JT I'm
0: announcing him JT that was JT good good job JT (laughs) JT just said what's up after I said that Uh, that was great We're gonna keep it going on deck. We have Jay Stewart, but coming to the stage right
6: now with her dog is Hillary Lennon. We're not a double act. (laughs) Well, I guess she could be like Teller. Is Teller the silent one? Um, No, I don't know. I don't really have anything, but I have realized like I'm getting older. And I, it's such a cliche, right? I feel like there are so many like older women comedians who, (laughs) but most of them like to talk about their totally inappropriate sex life. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Um, So let me tell you about this 27 year old I fucked the other night. No, I'm not going to talk about that. But I have realized that I'm getting to this point where I am at a crossroads, you know, I'm like, I'm knocking on the door of 50 and I'm basically going to either, I'm like, I have like this choose your own adventure choice of like, okay, you can either become that scary old crone at the end of the block where all the kids are like, oh, that house is haunted by a witch or whatever. And, you know, they like dare each other to go into like the house and like, or I'm going to turn into like the really crazy, like eccentric woman who's like got crazy care and talks to everybody. And it really, I feel like what's happening actually is I'm going to turn into like, like a schizophrenic personality where one day I'll be the crazy old crone who's like get, get off my lawn or I'll curse you versus like um here let me pay, play my banjo lily for you so it's like yeah it's gonna go one of one of two ways I don't know um but yeah it's definitely you know I've been thinking a lot like I'm now at the point where I'm, like, 47, so I'm pretty much over the childbearing years. And it's, like, you know, it's been hard for me because I kind of regret not having kids. But then I'm, like, like there's these moments, like, oh, there's no purpose to my life. But then I'm, like, oh, look, I can book myself an international vacation, like, in two weeks, and it's not a problem. Or I can, like, then I'm, like, oh, look at how fulfilling their life is. And then I'm, like, oh, but look, I'm on, like, three pills of Molly at Burning Man. Up, hold on. Okay, (laughs) so, so yeah, I have basically my dog to (laughs) to give my life purpose. Um, But yeah, that's sort of where where things are going for me. And I'm a little bit distracted just because there's another now. There's another dog in the in the house. So I'm gonna cut this short so I can deal with that. But that's all I've got. Thank you,
0: Hillary Lannon, with a tight, tight two. Type 2. Um, the dogs. Who let the dogs out? That's what I always say. Anyway, we're going to keep it going. We got, wait, who do we have next? Sorry. Uh, Paul the Grillmaster is next. Coming to the stage right now is Jay Stewart.
7: Thank you. Hello. Hello. Um, I kind of feel like this is the mic. I want to do something a little different today. Um, all right. So I really want to give just a, what? I got a three minutes, three minutes. What I got for three, four. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm going to give four solid minutes. I'm just going to work on, uh, doing my evil laugh. I just think it'd be. All right. Let's see. (laughs) I'm going to do an evil, laugh. what would it sound like? It'd be like,
8: (laughs) ha ha ha. Ah ha ha! Ah ha ah, ah,
7: ha ah, ah, ah. Oh this is gonna be four minutes of this guys. This is a whole bit. I don't have anything else. My notebooks over there. This is a whole bit. Ah ha ha!
9: ah ha ha! ah ha!
7: ah ah! ah it's not, like, it's not, I want to get, like, a, a laugh, but, like, let, let me try to laugh, like, he's evil, but he's genuinely laughing at something, right? Like, he, like, sees something funny, but he also just happens to be really evil, right? It's, like, what would that laugh be like? It would be, like, <laughs> uh, wait, no, I got this, I got this. What would that laugh be like? It would be, like, ha. <laughs> Or no, wait, no, you could totally do it like that. You'd be like, ha, ha. Is that a laugh? When somebody goes, ha, ha. No, that's not a laugh, is it? That's not an evil laugh. I don't know. Let's see. An evil laugh. Uh, Let's see what jokes I have. (laughs) I'm over that. I couldn't even commit. No, I couldn't even do it for four minutes, guys. You know, I couldn't commit to it. I saw somebody's dog at the park. I'm like kind of an unfriendly person though, 'cause I I say I say hi to their dog and I say hi to their dog, and then the owner is said hi back to me, and I was like, I wasn't fucking talking to you. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to talk to the dog here, okay? Um, I don't know. I'm uh, there's this shaman down in uh, L.A. I'm gonna smoke some toad venom with this guy. It's uh three hundred dollars smoke toad venom, with this dude. I was like three hundred dollars. That shit should be illegal. <laughs> oh gosh, I like that one. How you doing today, sir? You're the you're the grill master, beef master. Which one? The the grill master. You're master of the grill. Wow, all right. What do you like to grill up? Beef? Oh, nice. Has anybody called you Beefmaster before? Yeah. Thank you. Not yet? Today's your lucky day, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Well, where are you grilling next? Downtown, yeah. All right, fair enough, fair enough. What's your dog's name? Mac? <laughs> no, no, I was talking to you. No, I I saw this like uh, this is my last bit. Um, I saw this dog and its head like "do not pet" on the side. It was like a service dog. I was like, that dog, like, if that dog could read, that would be that would suck to like. If he could read and see every time he goes out, the owner puts do not pet on it. That would be like if so, if like unconsciously I was wearing a tag that just said, do not give ketamine. Like I would like, that is, that sucks. All right, that's my time. Thank you very much. Jay Stewart, losing his
0: mind a little bit more every day. Bye Lauren. Uh, I don't think, Deep and Tony, they're not here, right? Anybody else? All right. Well, coming to this stage is the Beefmaster, A.K.A. Paul,
10: the Grillmaster. Uh, I'm gonna I'm closing it out. Wow, wow. Good-looking crowd. Good-looking set of chairs. Uh, I've never been here before, so thank you guys for putting this on. Uh, there's like a lot of smart people up there behind me. I'm gonna try to be smart. Gonna, what, what What is your name again? Jay. Jay. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And uh, what was your name? Angela. You got a, a good looking dog, Mac, there. Hey, Mac. I, uh... Yeah, dogs are better than cats, right? Yeah, yeah. Cat, cat, cat can't give you a blowjob. <laughs> it's got that rough little tongue. Yeah? Yeah, it's gonna end in blood and hissing and... Uh, ha, 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 This is going to be... I I, I got a tight minute, I think. Oh, I think I can go. There's a uh, nylon string guitar there, you know. You know they're going to play white music when someone brings out a mandolin, though. That's when you know it's going to get really... I don't know. People are going to have beads or something like that. Um. Yeah, if I were a pet, I guess I'd be a goldfish, you know. Dot, dot, dot. You get a castle, you know. It's, values or uh, uh, Goldfish's uh, real estate agent is also known as a, a pet shop attendant. So just so you know, I don't know. Um, I'm nervous because I feel like I'm practicing at home. <laughs> it says it kind, of, kind of how it goes, you know. I got notes. I got notes. There's uh, virtue signaling. That's important these days, you know. You guys like virtue signaling? I'll tell you what it is. They have, you know, sometimes at the front of a little store, in order to not get canceled, they have to have a sign, right? Like I was at a bakery, and it said, we do not support the slaughter of innocent children. And I'm like, I hope not, because you sell birthday cakes. That is important for me to know. And I was over in the Castro. You ever go to the Castro? Yeah, I go there sometimes. And there's a cookie place. Yeah. And they sell rainbow-colored dick-shaped cookies right on Castro Street. And at the beginning of the store, there's a sign that says, we support the gays. I'm like, oh, no shit. I did not expect that from a place that sells dick-shaped cookies. But since I'm a bigot, I cannot give you my business anymore. I take it back now that I read your sign. Yeah. I'm going to keep that joke for a long time, I think. So that was virtue signal. It's very important. Um, what's going on over there? We got, the, uh, you got, uh, I don't know, it's, a, uh, you got headphones. You see his headphones? They're wired. He doesn't like the radiation is why, you know? He doesn't do the iPod and whatever, the things in there. I like mumbling. That's not a joke. Okay, moving on. Yeah, so my last name is actually Robertson. I'm getting the honk. There it is. Uh, big fan of adoption. My last name is Robertson. I'm adopted. Big fan of adoption. Is anybody uh, in here impotent? Yeah, we'll talk after the show, I guess. My Mac? there. Come here, Mac. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's what they say about some of my friends. Um, yeah, my dad is Scotch-Irish, and my mom is Jewish. Uh, sometimes I get suspicious she adopted me because uh, Asian babies are cheaper. But... Uh, Sits down across from the lady. How much was the Asian again? Is that the best you can do? I'm killing tonight. I'm killing. Uh, you're laughing on the inside. Mac loved it. He loved that dog joke at the beginning. Look at him. Look at him. He's like, if I could laugh, I'd be. I think I'd be laughing. Um. It, i got to give my parents credit for importing, though. You're going to import a baby. You have to go Asian. Japanese babies last like 90 years. Like, anyway. Hey, this has been fun. That's all I got. Good night. Yay. Paul the grill
0: master in the flesh. Thank you, Paul. Closing out the show. Are you, are you a comedian? Do you want to try right now? This is it's, yeah, it's a pretty low stakes place to do it if you want to do it now, no? Well, you can always come back. Does Mac want to. Does Mac have a tight five?
9: He doesn't. He's
0: got a tight asshole. That's what he's got. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, that's it. Because. I did it at the beginning. You missed it. It was I, the crowd was full and everybody was dying of laughter. Um, you want me to do another set? Okay, I could do another set, I guess. Well, maybe, maybe I could buy some time for people coming later. Okay, well, I'll do another set because the crowd—I mean, the crowd just wants it. So I just got to give what the crowd wants. Okay, round of applause for me. Just gotta give the people what they want. How are we? Oh shit! It's still going. Hold on. I'm bad at my job. Okay, we'll do a joke. You guys wanna do a joke? I um, you've seen all my jokes, but they haven't. That's what it's important. Oh hello! Are you a comedian? You, really? You you wanna do a set right now? All right. <laughs> Perfect timing. What's your name? Jack? All right. Well, you want to wait? I was about to do just a quick, because we were buying time because some people were late, but you want to wait a little bit for your friend? All right. Well, I'm going to do a joke. All right. Um, right. Let's see. I was watching that. You guys remember that Beatles documentary that came out a year ago? anybody Anybody see that? I say yeah, it's very interesting documentary. I'm not that big of a Beatles fan, but it was cool. It was a cool. It was cool to see these like, you know, artistic geniuses come together and like create music. And it was so interesting. But every episode I felt like was the same. It was always the same. It was always John, Paul, and George, collaborating and making all these songs together. And then meanwhile, like Ringo was just in the background. It's really all he was. He was just like a set piece of the entire. Uh, show and I was like, well, I was wondering, uh, and he would only come and they'd be like, Ringo, we need you, and he'd be like, All right, and then he'd start playing. I was like, Why doesn't he participate? In it? And I have a theory. My theory about the Beatles is when the Beatles took time off and went to India, and they dropped a bunch of acid. All of their brains changed, and I think three of them came out of it musical geniuses, and one of them became retarded. Now, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Whoa, 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 Ian. You cannot say that word, but it's okay. I I don't look like it, but I too play the drums. So I could say it. I could say it, thank you. The friend has made it. Um, But it's true, I mean, I know people are like, whoa, 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 but think about it. Think about the songs that Ringo made. The two songs he made were Octopus's Garden and Yellow Submarine, come on. He's not leaving much to the imagination there. And then the lyrics, they're not even clever. He doesn't even, they're not clever at all. You missed it, I was making a point about how Ringo is uh, autistic. It's, it was really good. They were laughing a lot. Um, but uh, Yellow Submarine and uh, Octopus—the uh, the lyrics for those songs aren't even clever. It's just like the sea was green and the sky was blue. That's all. The music. Is. I think he just went through like an aquatic phase. And they were like, he was like, "Can I write a song?" And they're like, "Okay, we'll give it to Ringo." And there was another part. But the name of the main, the name of the documentary was called "Get Back." It was called Get Back. I think that's just what they said to Ringo every time he suggested a song. He was like, I've got a new song about kelp. And they were like, get back, Ringo. Get back. Okay. I love it when it's silent. I love it. Um, let's see. Um, are you ready, Jack? Yeah. You ready? Okay, we're going to go to you now. All right, well, for the radio audience, all 1,000 1, people listening right now, uh, someone just came in off the street. They're going to do a set. Is this your first time? All right, first time, so we gotta bring a lot of love for Jack, everybody.
11: Wow, let me just take this down several feet. Uh, thank you. Hi, guys. Uh, well, a lot of my a lot of my thunder was stolen there. I was gonna say something about this being my first open mic, so you having to really, you know, give it up for me, but um. But no, no, the jokes—the jokes over, guys. The jokes—it's it, already been delivered. Uh, give it up for our previous performer, also uh, purple sweatshirt. Nice job. Yeah, <laughs> and um, my name is also not Jack, but that's—I'm working with you know different, different stage things right now just trying to figure it out you know working through names Jack the reason I chose Jack is because uh, it's kind of a jack-of-all-trades play Um, if you'd like I will further embarrass myself up here and uh, start freestyling so that's that's one of the trades Um, (laughs) no no please don't encourage that unless you want if you really want you know i'll do it but no don't enc- okay wow wow we've got a fan in the crowd okay she's uh she's encouraging me real loud from the peanut gallery in the front instead of the back oh no it's going to hack i mean it's going to hell i'm just Freestyling with acapella. I mean no music and it's just me. I'm just like creating the own beat. It's like, and I keep tripping over my words really and but that's okay because it's the first mic you see and uh, now I'm ending sadly and surely and slowly fading myself out of the Random freestyle there. Um, I do a lot better. It's just that I'm nervous a little bit I just get nervous for the first two minutes and then because one of you has to be a magician um, As I have forgotten every thought I've ever had so um, Please return them. Thank you kindly (laughs) uh no okay just kidding guys it was a joke one thing I get what you were saying about the silent uh the silent audience personally I'm a silent laugher so it just doesn't help to have <laughs> uh, uh you know um several seats looking at you um and then a few people as well <laughs> um but uh no, we. I think maybe we thought it was a a bar situation. Do you have a bar situation here? Do you serve um, do you serve liquor from the uh, the studio? Okay. Well, you know, it's a nice little setup. I think you could you could make something work if you wanted to um, go down low with it. You know, I don't know about the liquor license there. I say that because I have unfortunately been through law school, and wow, was that a time to be alive? You know. Um, and uh, well, I I was anticipating a little bit of uh, you know, I was gonna roast somebody maybe, but it's like I don't want to pick on you guys. I don't I don't want to. Okay, there's some volunteers. Um, I was looking for someone harder maybe. Um, <laughs> to pick on. <laughs> Just kidding, that was a joke too. You know, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, I didn't, I didn't uh, bring my notebook up with me, so I'll use that as an excuse for the, uh, lack of cohesive jokes. Um, I, <laughs> you know, but, uh, appreciate you guys coming out. Um, it's been wonderful to be here. If you want, you know, I can continue. I don't know, like, I could actually say, um, kind of one of those story jokes. So I could tell you about something. I could also end here because I don't know how they do it in the comedy world, which is funny. Let me just let me just say it's funny that I'm doing this because my best friend from high school, she is actually a comedian, like one that's made it. And that is really impressive because, you know, uh, folks don't laugh, you know, it's it's like fucking sad everywhere. And, and, you know, comedy, it's it's uh, it's like art Um, underpaid. (laughs) and um and so i'm surprised i'm so proud of her she's actually doing a tour right now in europe i'm like oh my gosh you could have you know you have like a companion pass but okay no worries do your thing um no no i just i didn't (laughs) know the dates (laughs) thanks (laughs) um that's actually code for get off the stage (laughs) um Probably it probably is. It's probably like a timer thing. I don't know the you know the comedy spiel. But uh, thanks guys for having me. I appreciate you coming out. Like I said, Jack for the one time and maybe another. We'll see.
0: Jack, everybody, the only freestyling lawyer in America. Wait, who's your? What's your? Who's your friend? Oh okay. Oh really? Well, you're on your way. You'll be she'll be opening for you sooner than later. I get it. The Knee Slappers. The Knee Slappers from Jack, everybody. Well, that's been our show. Um, We're going to do a group suicide when this ends. So this has been fun. Give it up for yourselves for being here. Every Friday, every Monday, open mic, 6 p.m. Please come back. All right. Adios. Oh, newradio.fm new is where you're tuned into Flat Black Plastic is the show
8: relations. species have mating calls that are fast.
0: Black Black Plastic is a show. On FM. go to the website, donate, enjoy what you're listening to because all these sounds come from plastic that's flat and black and full of grooves.